today today i am going to discuss about journey of mindful life my journey of mindful life started when i was uh, very young i grew up a, in a lonely place where i had little opportunity to mix up with people and i i was a kind of a lonely lonely guy so i at that early age i began to notice people i began to notice their behavior how they talked to me and how they um, behaved with me how they approached me because uh, uh, this happened uh, this uh, i nurtured uh, in such a way that uh, every behavior every style of talking appealed to me i was curious about uh, how people um, talk to me so uh, when i grew up later i uh, i realized that uh, that it was a kind of natural curiosity and so uh, you can you can be said that mindfulness my mindfulness journey uh, it was a kind of experience that can be uh, called as a journey of mindfulness when i grew up my curiosity became grew even uh, stronger so i was uh, very skeptical about the social norms and um, uh, so and uh, the culturation acculturation uh, so i was a bit of a against and the against my acculturation uh, um i uh, tried uh, different religions i studied theology i uh, so i i studied about atheism and philosophy uh, so it's a kind of uh, journey uh, journey of life so i also discovered the limitations of dogmatism uh, it's all it's true that dogmatism is uh, not on, you can find dogmatism not only in religion but in every kind of uh, uh, dogmas maybe it a political dogma or any uh, any philosophy if one person is attached to a, a philosophy and uh, he or she believes in that philosophy wholeheartedly and thinks that um, if he if he or she thinks that um, his creed is correct uh, and uh, he doesn't allow new things to flow into his uh, mental life that it can be called as a dogma so um uh, things uh, things develop like develops uh, like that so uh it was in 2018 uh, when i uh, started learning mindfulness meditation through my own effort i studied many internet videos i followed mingyur rinpoche he was a tibetan meditation teacher i learned mindfulness through my own effort and it was a very peaceful and illuminating experience for me 
So my, my mindfulness journey took a momentum then. Um, when I was, uh, I took a Vipassana course in 2018, uh, October 2018, and uh, took my second Vipassana meditation course in 2019, October. So this, uh, these two courses had a profound impact on my personality. I learned about mind-body relationships and how to be how to remain calm in difficult situations and how we can understand reality uh, through knowing our emotions, knowing our feelings and how our feelings uh, uh, have impact on our mind and on our uh, on our body and through understanding of feelings we can understand our mind through understanding our mind we understand our body the most interesting thing about Vipassana meditation is that if you deeply want to learn your body, then uh, then naturally uh, naturally uh, you become curious about your mind because mind and body are so intricately related with each other that if you uh, if you go deep into your mind, you, you, you go deep into your body. If you go deep into your body, then if you uh, go deep into your mind, that's called Vipassana. That's called the uh, diff, deep knowledge of mind-body relationship. Um, so in this connection, I want to talk about uh, how I got introduced uh, to Vipassana meditation. Uh, a few years back, I I had an opportunity uh, to attend to a talk by uh, His Holiness Dalai Lama. He came to our city. Uh, he came to our city university, Guwahati University, and um, I I was uh, a bit lucky uh, that I attended his uh, talk. In his talk. <laughs> He told the concept of Vipassana and uh, he also told that Vipassana is an insight meditation. So it's nothing to, it, uh, nothing to do uh, with any kind of dogma. So it's just an insight meditation. So it Vipassana, uh, vipassana um, enables you to have a uh, deep, look into your inner world how you have to observe your vibrations sensations and every pulse of your body and through the nature of your vibrations sensations and uh, uh, and the mental energy you can know yourself there you know there is a concept um, in Indian, in uh, ancient Greek philosophy, um, which uh, says that know thyself means know yourself. It was a, a philosophy uh, propounded by Socrates. Uh, actually, uh, it was a philosophy, which was a pre, uh, philosophy um, which was popular even before Socrates. Know thyself, know yourself. In our Indian philosophy, also we find uh, uh, the same concept 
if you know know about yourself you can know that know about the external world if you know yourself you know others it means uh, this concept is you know experientially experientially uh, perceived by practicing vipassana vipassana is nothing but an but a deep inside of in uh, your mind so uh, in that uh, talk which i attended um, dalai lama also told about um, uh, what you call the, the truth nature of truth means truth depends on the observer uh, it means that um, uh, suppose uh, if someone draws a number in front of you uh, the number is uh, the number is uh, nine you may uh, see that number uh, from your end uh, as as if it were um, it were nine okay if someone draws six and you can uh, see the number from your uh, side as number nine uh, so so it uh, proves that uh, truth depends on the observer and there are many instances many many incidents of your life which you can interpret from your point of view and you take it uh, from your own viewpoint others take it from their viewpoint and uh, sometimes there is conflict between the between uh, views so it can be resolved this, this conflict can be resolved through uh, mindfulness meditation or vipassana meditation so uh, there is a very interesting you can uh, derive from uh, vipassana meditation so <clears throat> there there were many unique experiences that when i first um, started uh, took first course in vipassana uh, it was in um, in shillong in the city of shillong the location was saint francis of assisi eco spirituality center and so um, the uh, entire location uh and uh, uh and uh, vipassana uh, so it seemed that those uh the ambience of the location and uh, vipassana experiences were somehow deeply connected with each other there was a statue of jesus christ uh, in the compound of saint francis of assisi eco spirituality center um, so Uh, below does uh, the statue it, uh, something very important was engraved um, it uh, it was like alleluia uh, uh, mm, jesus has risen means alleluia means uh, uh, praise to the lord jesus is risen means jesus uh, uh, jesus has risen above um, not in uh, in terms of uh, bodily experience uh, but uh, in terms of uh, his 
desires means um, his attachment to the worldly affairs uh, means it, it has a very deep meaning it, so it resonated with my mm. personal experiences because if, if you are attached to any worldly um, worldly thing or worldly experiences and uh, hedonism and something like that if you are attached to those things you will be not be happy happiness lies um, in letting go so you see the comparison between the message of the statue of jesus christ and the experience experiences i got from practicing vipassana meditation uh, were uh, very deeply interrelated so this was my biggest take away from vipassana meditation uh, it's a very uh, powerful mindfulness practice vipassana meditation uh, you can practice it you can practice on a daily basis you can try to um, encourage your family uh, encourage your friends to practice uh, a vipassana um, that's it for today thank you for listening